This is Live Well Talk on Phil's Colon Cancer Story, Part 4. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at Unipoint Health, St. Luke's Hospital. Phil was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer last January and has made it his mission ever since to raise awareness about the importance of colon cancer screening and raising money for local cancer organizations through his Boston and Chicago Marathon fundraisers. Today, Phil returns to the podcast to give an update on his treatment, reflect on his journey, and share future plans and raise awareness. Phil, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Uh, last time you were here, you shared some good news. I've been told you have some more good news. What's the latest? Yeah, so I'm doing really well. I uh, finished up chemo December 15th. I had great scans after that, so no evidence of disease at this point. Um, I have a signatura test that I take for blood work. Uh, that's still showing up negative. So, yeah, things are going great. That's awesome. Well, you know, this uh, this really ha- this really has evolved not only in your journey, but also just a patient advice podcast on screening colonoscopies and the logistics of that. Uh, as we were talking prior to the podcast, that now if somebody has, has had a positive blood uh, stool test, Cologuard, those fit tests, et cetera, uh, they can now could get a, a screening colonoscopy, which previously insurances were causing that diagnostic. Do you think that that'll hopefully have an impact uh, positively? Yeah, I think that's huge because I've known people that have had a Cologuard that would come back positive and they go in and get their colonoscopy and they're getting charged you know, out of pocket. So I think that's a huge, that's a huge, yeah, that was, that was new in January. Yeah, and that absolutely. kind of took me by surprise when I heard it. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised, of course. So, um, let's reflect a little bit on your own cancer journey. Take us up to speed as far as the, how many cycles of chemotherapy did you have and, uh, you know, procedures, etc. Sure. So as you said, I started last January. Um, in total, I did 12 rounds of chemo. Um, and then I also had, I had two surgeries. So I had my major surgery um, for both my liver and my colon. And they took out seven spots of my liver. And then they took out a big chunk of my colon as I had a mass of my colon. And then in September, I went back and got scans. And there was a couple of spots on my liver that weren't showing up on the scans. that it kind of popped up. And we went in and got those also. So that's two liver surgeries then, essentially. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One was six and a half hours and the other one was five. But the second one was, was uh, it was non-invasive, which was really nice. They just went in, they did ablations. With, they, they hit it with the radio waves and a big really? deal. Yeah, it was super nice. Wow, that's it. And all, all your surgical procedures have been up in the Mayo, correct? Yes. Yep. That's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they have some tremendous colorectal surgeons up there. Um, for individuals that might be listening that just received the diagnosis of cancer, and it could be colon, it could be any cancer or life. You know what? Let's, 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 I know we've talked about colon cancer, but let's, let's just talk some good, solid advice. Any life changing diagnosis, what would be your advice? My first piece of advice would be not to panic. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that are going to happen and it's going to take, it's going to take a little bit of time. So once you get the diagnosis, there's going to be there's going to be a time period where you're going to get a lot of tests and you're going to figure a lot of things out. So right when you get the diagnosis, you know don't don't think it's the end of the world at that time because um, there's a lot of things that are going to happen in probably the next two weeks to to, to a month. Um, and then the second thing I would say is your your attitude and how you look at the treatment is going to term, determine a lot for you. The more positive that you can be or the, or the more you can sit back and say, hey, this isn't the end of the world. We're going to come up with a plan with my doctors and nurses and we're going to find a way to fight this. 
um, the, I think the better off that you'll be for sure. And then I think the third piece of advice that I would give people is don't stop doing what you're doing today. Um, there's, there's going to be times where you're not going to feel great from chemo or maybe you're going to have surgery, but live every day that you can to the fullest, hundred uh, percent, especially when you feel healthy. Cause just when you get a cancer diagnosis, not, that doesn't necessarily mean that you, that you start feeling bad immediately. Now, some people go in cause they're feeling bad and, right, and, right. and, you know, and that, that's a little bit different situation, but you may feel way worse down the, down the road. So try to keep doing everything that you're doing. I think that's really important for, for your, you know, for your psyche really 100 i you know i i think that's good advice uh life is kind of it's about losing stuff but you don't know it until you start losing it right sure. you know i mean that's i mean you can tell an 18 year old till you're blue in the face about how important what you've learned at our age right <laughs> yeah. you know but we both it, got one right, right exactly <laughs> but until they live it they can't possibly understand it right and that's just life that is just the the circle of life, Simba, I mean, it is just, that's just the way it is. But I think it's good advice just to live every day to the fullest, regardless of your health. But uh, that that is, that is, that is good. I would say since we started these conversations, um, one, it got me to get my colonoscopy done, which was good. Um, but I definitely feel like I'm having the conversations change. And this is purely anecdotal. But I definitely feel people, it's more of, the logistics of getting the colonoscopy done, and we've kind of quit talking about the prep, right? That used to be the big, oh, I don't want to drink that stuff, and you know. But now it's kind of like, well, okay, I got to drink the stuff, but now I just got to figure out how I can do this with my work schedule, etc. And it, and to me, that is, it, it's, it, I think it has evolved a little bit, uh, just personally in talking to patients that it's gone from convincing them to get the colonoscopy to reminding them to get it scheduled. They know they have to do it, and they're on board. Uh, what's, what's been your experience as you talk to people? I think I think you make a good point. I think that people are much less reluctant to get one now than than they have been in the past. Um, I've I've heard from a lot of people. I think people just need a little bit of a push. And we're, we're 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 trying to do a lot of things. You know, just doing this podcast, we're trying to do things like that. Just give them that push. Um, the other thing that I've I've gotten back feedback from people is. You know, maybe if they didn't have a, a the best experience with the prep, or that they found out that there are other options. There's things right, like right. like the ClinPic that you can use, where you just have to take pills and you can drink water. So there are other options out there if you're kind of resistant to the prep. Ask ask your doctor. You know, see see what see if there's other things that you can do beside that. So uh, I think we're definitely going in the right direction. And it's yeah, it, I, I I feel that way too. Yeah, I think it's it's more on people's minds than it was maybe 10 years ago for sure. Um, I didn't, I didn't really know what a colonoscopy was then, you know, so right, and right. I feel like it's at least it's getting talked about and hopefully in this community, we're doing a good job of bringing it to the forefront and, 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 you know, in 10 years, it's, 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 it'll be a thing that everybody does here. Well, I mean, we'll, you know, I think the five to 10 year mark we'll be able to look at and statistically start to see, you know, hopefully start to see it not being seen so often in younger people. As we have, I mean that again. That's the anecdote, but it definitely, definitely has 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 been there. And for for our listeners, we want we want to remind them um, what what is the age to get the screening colonoscopy? It's it's forty five now. Um, or if you if you have a parent or a sibling that let's say they got diagnosed with cancer at thirty nine, or they had precancerous polyps at that age, then you could go in ten years before that. So you could go in at twenty nine. Yeah. 
yeah. which is huge. That, that is, that is. Yep. Uh, because we have, you know, I mean, you're a relatively young guy as far as the age continuum that we typically see of patients with colon cancer. And uh, we have seen younger people get it. Yeah. Um, it younger and it, younger. It, and it feels like it's more than anecdotal, whether it's the Western diet. I mean, we can talk about all sorts of things, but definitely I think we're seeing it more. And we do hope that uh, people make the uh, effort to get screened. Now, you've done some work beyond just having surgery and chemotherapy for colon cancer. You've also done some fundraising. Yep. Tell us, tell us about your fundraising efforts. Sure. So we did, we did the uh, Boston Marathon and the Chicago Marathon. We did fundraisers for that. So we raised money for I Know Jack um, backpacks and then Children's Cancer Connection to send young kids to, um, to camp that have cancer. Uh, we raised over $25,000 between those two, those, two, um, those two fundraisers, which has been awesome. We have recently, um, we're, we now have status as a foundation. We started an organization called Tell Five Friends. And our whole goal is that is people take my story and they tell five friends uh, my story and so they get a colonoscopy. Um, we are going to have a golf tournament in August with that. Um, I'm going to run the New York City Marathon with, uh, with Live, to raise money for Live Strong, which is another great, great organization that helps cancer patients get through the journey. Um, and the Tell Five Friends part of it, we're really, we're, we're really looking to make that something that lasts far, far longer than hopefully than I'm here um, and really making an impact on, on Lynn County. And hopefully after Lynn County, we can make an impact on Iowa and then hopefully further from there. Um, it's a simple idea, um, but I'd love to be sitting here with you in 10 years and we can say, you know, right now we're, you know, between 70 to 75 percent for Lynn County for 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 our colonoscopy rate. And we're sitting at 90 percent in 10 years. Nothing would make me more happy than if we can do that um, and we can help we can help cancer patients along the way and other cancers get get through what they're going through. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, we have good health care in Iowa and Cedar Rapids, but I think the kind of Swedish farm work ethic, uh, people don't take the time to be a patient. But it, also, I, I want to make it clear, you know, last fall I had the colonoscopy and a heart cath. Uh, it's hard to be a patient. I mean, there's a lot of appointments, um, sure. and, you know, it really is, yeah. you know. And and so I, so I understand when people um, kind of put these things off. I get totally get it. I mean, I'm a big procrastinator when it comes to the, the, those sorts of things. But it's so important, uh, and it is going to save lives. Because, you know, we talked a little bit before we started the podcast, and um, – it, it seems cancer treatment seems to be a lot about timing. You know, the longer the wait, the worse the patient does. Yeah. And getting things in there and getting done early is probably the best. Hundred percent. One thing I will update on that um, with the Tell Five Friends, we have now had um, we have now had three people that we know of um, get their colonoscopies and have have cancer. And then over 25 that had precancerous polyps. So our goal was to save one life of this. We've we've saved at least three lives that we know of, which that's awesome. But you had 25 precancers. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's that you prevented a cancer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, yeah. You know, we've talked about that, like the Cologuard, great. That but that's finding cancer after you have it. Yeah, right. it's early on in the process, phenomenal. Yeah. But it's better to get the precancerous and prevent cancer. Yeah. yeah. And I, I never thought you know, we, we had our first one who happened to be in our five friend group. And then we, we've, we've now had two more and probably the last month. And that's me. It's, it's neat to hear that, that we're making it, we're making a difference for sure. Anybody's life that we can save. That's, 
that's that makes our makes our day well phil thank you again for joining me again this was phil decker colon cancer survivor and awareness advocate to learn more about phil and his awareness campaign and to support his cause visit tell5friends.org if you are 45 years old talk to your doctor about screening colonoscopy and tell five of your friends to get their colonoscopies as well Finally, if you've been diagnosed with colon cancer, learn more about treatment and support services offered at the NASA's Community Cancer Center at communitycancercenter.org. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.